1: hey there it is faith talk live i'm rick probst and i'm ezra ortiz hey we're pumped to talk to these guys it is andy ziesmer and uh, pierce westfall they are co-founders of uh, something pretty amazing at jesusmission.org and there's a documentary out that they've uh, put together into ukraine a story of being a church in a war zone guys how are you
2: so good thanks for having us this morning yeah
1: Hey, we'd love to have you back on to talk more about the documentary and how you guys got together. I guess we could go ahead and start that now. How'd you guys collide with each other? So Pierce and I both were in touring
2: rock bands that were just doing music around the world and uh, very missionally focused Christian gospel declarative rock bands. And we ran into each other. I think it was in Wyoming. Pierce might have a different recollection, but (laughs) somewhere on the road, we encountered one another and realized we're doing the same exact thing. We should probably link arms and just do this together. So who knows where we met, but we met somewhere.
1: so now see that's pretty cool because I didn't see that in the bio at all. So is this something <laughs> you're hiding? You guys were in yeah, tour, in, a, in the same band and you are on tour? What what was the band's name?
2: Different bands. No. My band was called The New Divide.
3: Yeah, and I was in a band called Cadence, and we we were just music ministries more than anything, you know. And when I when I met Andy, his band was so focused on finding the lost. They were doing like evangelism in city squares in Europe and stuff. Oh, wow. so cool and my band was focused on like, how do we equip the church and come alongside them in these like service projects. So we, our band would go to Panama and help build a children's center and things like that with all these churches. And we we're both full-time doing this for a combined 20 years, you know, yeah. just yeah. under the radar. No one knew our bands. We were just, that's like real, just grinded out. Dirty touring life, you know? Sure. And so, <laughs>
1: sure.
3: Yeah. Now how
1: cool, how cool is it? You both described, you talked about your missions and bands. Mm. How cool is Cool is it that God saw that, put you together because you need both parts for what you guys are doing, right?
2: 110%. We we like the the mission statement of a Jesus mission is simply this to equip the found and find the lost. And like Pierce already alluded to, like, we're doing those things using various methods. And so we're going, that's pretty much just the mission of Jesus. Let's just let's just (laughs) find more people that want to do the mission of Jesus. irregardless of how it's done and god keeps bringing us other people and connecting us it's it's it is amazing
1: love what you guys do uh let's go ahead and get into uh the documentary it's coming out uh in a few days uh we'll let you know where you can see this documentary how you can be a part of it it's called into ukraine a story of being a church in a war zone i love it who wants to start off? Andy Pierce? Who, who got I'll this let Pierce
2: thing? start. He went into Ukraine, so I'll let him be the guy leading the charge
3: on this.
1: Yeah, Pierce, go. How did this all happen?
3: Yeah, well, you know, we just, like everyone else, we're Americans sitting watching Russia invade Ukraine from a news station. In fact, I was up in Vancouver, Washington, sitting on Andy's couch at the time. And I just knew immediately, I was like, I think the Lord's putting on my heart I need to get over there. Mm. And when the Lord put that on a couple other people's hearts in a Jesus mission, and we had people from that are missionary stationed in Europe as well, going had a couple other people from the States that wanted to go over there and just see how we could get involved. That was all the confirmation really we needed, you know, was just like, all right, let's get our family over to Romania, one of the bordering countries, and just start looking around. So we went to the border at first, actually, and everybody's at the border. We realized right away, like, this isn't the place to be, like, if you want to actually be helpful. And so very quickly, you know, within the first week or so, we're going, okay, if we're going to be helpful here, it's either going to be going to one of like the towns further into Romania, where like there's transit refugee work to be done because those churches need supported, or you can take food in. And we just prayed about it as a team and realized we feel like we need to be here. If if there's a reason for us to be here, it's to be helping the area of most need, which was by all means going to be who's willing to take food into Ukraine because that's Mm. where it's most needed. Wow. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And, um, man, I was just talking to a friend of mine, um, the other day who, um, said, yeah, there's a, there, I've got a friend that that's in my church that he's, he's Ukrainian. Um, and right now his house is demolished. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, I mean, it's just completely gone. And, and the, 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 the childhood home that he grew up in is completely demolished. And I mean, I just, i mean i just hearing that it blew me away i just because it, yeah. it brought it almost so real for me to think what how would i feel if my childhood home was completely demolished you know and so i, right. I mean talk talk to us a little bit about man, wh- what did you see out there you know or you know and, and what is a jesus mission doing um just dive into yeah. some of the things that you mm-hmm. talk
3: about in the documentary yeah totally um well you know it escalated very quickly as the Lord does. He reveals to you a little piece, and you like I think I could take that step you know yeah, yeah, and it evolved into this thing where you know at one point we had fifty people in Romania and Ukraine we were able to have seven vans and we have a convoy that still goes out um and our goal at this point is to deliver food within five miles of Russian occupation like wow. we're we're trying to get food to the absolute like people don't have electricity they don't have water they mm. they're starving when you show up. Christians, non-Christians, and we're trying to work through the Ukrainian church because, in a sense, people get to eat twice. They get to eat their physical food, but if you work through the local church, then they eat spiritually, too. And so we're hoping um, to continue this as long as we can, but it's very real. I mean, when you are there, like I I have texts just from this week from Tyler, who's leading the convoys out there right now. And it's just like, oh, yeah, I just saw there were 42 missile strikes in the city I slept in last night, you know, and every day you're driving by rubble it's people's houses are destroyed it it's weird you almost just get used to it you know yeah, because it's, yeah. it's it's everywhere at this mm-hmm, point and so mm-hmm. yeah it's a really gnarly experience man it's you know i think being involved in it for six months i haven't even had time to like process it you know mm-hmm. we kind of came back and immediately started sharing the story um but it's it's real these are people's lives and yeah uh, it's hard to comprehend yeah yeah
1: It's a documentary, and it's uh, one you can catch. It's into Ukraine, a story of being a church in a a war zone. Whose idea was it, and was it from the get-go to to start filming, to make this a documentary? At what point did you guys decide, hey, yes, we're doing something amazing here that's needed, but we need the world, really, to see what's going on here? Andy, how'd you guys come up with that? Yeah, we as
2: we were sending in convoys and as drivers were going in and they were capturing stuff with their phones and some of them had nicer cameras, we realized this is really a historical moment that we're getting a front row seat on. Mm.
1: Um,
2: and so we said, everybody just grab everything you can. If you're, if you're in there, film something. Um, and we didn't know what we were going to do with it. We just started putting it on hard drives and compiling it (laughs) saying if nothing else, somebody someday is going to make a Netflix documentary. Let's just have footage on hand. Well, as Jordan Silva, who's a missionary with the Jesus Mission, he's he's leads a coffee shop outreach in Pristina, Kosovo. He was one of the, the first families to go up with Pierce. Uh, he he carries a nice camera and he was in there and he was like, You know, we I think I can throw something together. And so, in about mm. 10 days, he made this documentary. Which, oh, wow. if yeah. if you look at like any production, yeah, that happens, it doesn't yeah. happen in 10 days, <laughs> right? Right? right. <laughs> Jordan was going in. You know, just using the gear we had um and he was he was sitting down in mikolaev with the the local pastor there and filming and uh literally at risk of missile strike while filming these things and so um we realized essentially one the church in the world needs to know how God is reviving his people through this moment because yeah. the the story over and over and over again, if you just watch online, the story on Twitter, everywhere is just decimation and tragedy, which it is. It is tragic, and it is decimating people's lives. Over one-third of Ukrainians have been displaced from their homes. Hmm. That's that's an astounding number. Yeah, Imagine yeah, yeah. one-third of your city having yeah. to find a new home. Where would they go? Well, the church needed to see this, but also the church needed to see that God is working that's why we call it a story of being the church in a war zone because the local church in Ukraine, in partnership with drivers willing to put on body armor and run to the front lines, in partnership with the church here in America, giving five, ten, fifty dollars, five thousand dollars at a time that was that was a story worth telling. And so, yeah. um, as Jordan was collecting that information and getting all that footage, he just said, I'm going to sit down and do this, and he busted that thing out. And so, what we've been doing is just running around city to city, showing this thing, pre-screening it before, because it's not a story to sit on. Uh, yeah. It it pushes the church to be the church mm. uh, in a unique way. And so and that was kind of a blast of information, but that's how we gathered it. And that's how we got going and why we worked so rapidly, because to our understanding, there was so few, or there was nobody else telling this story, especially yeah. one of how God is getting the glory. We've seen literally thousands of people come to Christ through this effort of food and being the local church on the front lines in the war zone. Amen. The church needs to hear that.
4: Yeah. 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 You know, and you saying that, and then just going back to a thing that Pierce said just a minute ago, and and I'm sure that we see this in the documentary, but what is the, you, you were talking about just now then, Andy, about people coming to know Christ. Mm -hmm. What is when you guys got there on the ground and you began to partner with the Ukrainian church, what is, what's the spiritual temperature like Mm -hmm. in Ukraine? Um, and then also what, how, so, so with that, how can the church here in America be praying and be supporting the Ukrainian church?
3: Yeah.
2: Pierce, you want to get that?
3: Yeah, I mean, the, the church in Ukraine is unlike anything I've seen. You know, we have 120 missionaries across 17 countries. We work in a lot of contexts, and I have not seen a church so unified. And, I, and I'm sure it's wow. just what war does, you know, like it pushes you together. And all of a sudden, you're not talking about spiritual gifts or election or free will or any of these non-essential the- theological things. You're you're just talking about life or death, like, mm. do you know, Jesus or not. Do you need food or not? You know, wow. um, and that's crazy to see. I mean, it, it, in our context, it, if you just imagine the most polarized of churches that would never talk to each other in Ukraine, they're working together daily. Wow! And and the war has done that, and so it's it's a beautiful thing. We we're witnessing revival in in at least Eastern Ukraine, right on the front lines. We're seeing thousands of people come to know Christ. Um, and it's, I believe it's out of unity. Like unity is the purest example we have to the world that we Amen. believe what we say we believe. Amen. You know, and so it's it's like Jesus says, you know, by your love they'll know you're my disciples. You he mm-hmm. might have said that somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it's it's very evident the Ukrainian church yeah. loves each other right now, and they yeah. just love people, whether you're part of the church or not. And because of that, the gospel is going out continually. Yeah, we're fear.
2: you go get ahead, it,
4: <laughs> No, no, no. Andy was going to say something. Go ahead. No, go I
2: was going to say they're fearless, like they're yeah. fearless because that unity and that expression of being the church is in, is driving one another to to just love other people. And so, one of our drivers asked Oleg, a pastor that we're working with. He's the pastor of New Testament Church in Mykolaiv. He's a Ukrainian guy. He's been serving the people there since the Crimea stuff happened in 2014. This guy is is rock solid. Well, one of our drivers asked him and I saw them post this. He said, are you, are you afraid to be living in this city? And Oleg just goes, of course, I'm not afraid. This Mikolaev is the safest city in the world because it's where God wants me to be. And like mm-hmm. that level of wow. faith and boldness and authority yeah. and confidence to just walk, knowing missiles are fall- literally falling around me. I'm going to give away one of the lines in the documentary. Oleg, in his interview, he said, every day we're living under the shadow of death but we're living in God's presence. And I just like like wow. That brings new <laughs> definition to the shadow of death when missiles are literally falling in your city and you're going, but we're in God's presence. You want to ask about the
1: spiritual climate in yeah. Ukraine? God is on the move.
4: Amen. Come on. We're talking yeah. about
1: uh, the documentary into Ukraine and we're talking with uh, Andy and and Pierce. And we'll, we'll tell you in just a second where you can see it and how you can be a part of it. By the way, you are listening to Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. Ezra there with me filling in for Dan. Guys, we'd like to keep you for a little bit longer than we normally do because I think you know, we just really kind of like to dig a little bit deeper. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. want people to see the film. We want people to be a part. Uh, you guys, not only Pierce, you've been on the ground. You've been there. You've seen the footage. You've, you saw it come together. You've played it for other people. What personally... Uh, and you mentioned a little bit, you pierced, never seeing anything like this before. I, I dare say none of us ha- yeah. have ever seen anything like, and yeah. probably would rattle our cage, shake our yeah. tree, and and hopefully transform our our, our lives. And I love yeah. too what you said. You know all these other things that we tend to focus on. It comes right back down to the main message: who Jesus is and what He's done. How beautiful is that? Personally, how were you? How were you touched and ministered to, Andy? What, no doubt, it fueled your fire that's already lit.
2: Yeah, I don't know that I'll ever be able to live out my faith the same way as I, I as I did. I grew up in church; I was taught the gospel from a young age. My family, like, taught me who Jesus was. But again, that expression of unity—it's—it's it's hard. It's almost like this whiplash to go from like seeing a unified church in eastern europe and then coming back and seeing this disunified church yeah. in different parts of the world not yeah. even just talking about the american church all around the world this is this is the thing and so i don't know how after viewing this after seeing this after watching the sovereignty of god on grander display than i've ever seen it <laughs> even all the way back to like why we're touching ukraine why why a jesus mission even has proximity there well yeah. one of the bands that's a part of a jesus mission went on a tour there in 2019 and built relationships with missionaries and pastors and some friends of ours in a band called Cutlass they they've been doing ministry in Ukraine for years and so we have all these touch points my little brother lives in Budapest Hungary as a missionary and so like we're seeing this whole region god's sovereignty of putting all of these people in play for this moment for this moment to watch this revival unfold wow. as the church becomes unified wow. that's how it impacts me i don't i don't know that i'll ever be able to look at all the little moving parts in our lives the same way, because I'm, uh, you just watch this and go, God's been preparing us for this for two decades. And here wow. we are going, I guess that means we're feeding hungry people on the front lines.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pierce, Pierce, same
3: question, man. What, what's, how has this personally impacted you? Um, you know, the, I think the thing that actually most impacted me was a conversation I had with my daughter and I share it in the documentary. Um, I was sitting with my nine year old and my six year old, Faye and Ember. And the first time I was gonna go in Ukraine, my wife's a counselor, so she is very much like, Nope, we need to talk with the kids about you going to Ukraine. Mm -hmm. You don't just go into Ukraine. Yeah. (laughs) If something happens, this is this would be a traumatic experience. So let's prepare them. Yeah. You know, and as we're having this conversation, which I definitely didn't know how to have, and Mm -hmm. explain (laughs) this to two little girls. And my wife's blunt. She's saying, Dad could die. You know, (laughs) she's just being real forward with them. Wow. Yeah my i asked them when we were kind of done they looked confused i just said do you guys get it do you understand does it make sense or is it just confusing and Faye, my nine-year-old just says you know i get it because it's better for you to go in and risk your life so that way you could feed people than to know people would starve to death and do nothing about it wow Mm, and that like one sentence from my nine-year-old daughter like it like changed the trajectory trajectory of my life in many ways too. Because wow. it, I, I could never live the same. Yeah, like I didn't even have those words, and I'd been thinking about this for weeks at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm. But to realize, like, yeah, you know, to really to do nothing about it is to let people starve to death. Yeah, like if you know there's a problem, like that's why James says pure and undefiled religion is this to care after orphans and widows in their distress. You know. Yeah. And yeah. so if there's some if there's a way we can be involved, James also says like he who knows what is good and does not do it is sin. You know, mm-hmm. and so. Is like my daughter was vocalizing that at nine years old, and so that moment for me just changed everything. You know, yeah, yeah,
1: love yep. it. It's called Into Ukraine, the documentary coming out in just a few days. All right, uh, it's coming out. How can folks see it? You guys have been going from town to town, yeah, but uh, folks can see it what on know dot that's exactly. That's yeah. the best
2: spot to go see it, at jesusmission.org. It'll be streaming on all the various things uh, as time goes on here, but um, it'll be on YouTube and Facebook and all those places initially. But yeah, at jesusmission.org is the simplest way to go find it.
1: Love Very that. cool. Yeah. And you, I did mention that you guys have been going city to city. No doubt the reactions have been yeah probably the same or close to what you guys have experienced, right? Yeah. I think
2: if we've had... I don't want to say taking joy out of this, (laughs) but if there's a joy that we've taken out of this, it's watching the church just have their eyes shifted and their perspective shifted. I think that's also a part of the job of the church is to God gives you a different conviction for a different part of the world than he'd give me. Pierce has been saying as we've been going city to city, like a Jesus mission got to respond to this crisis, but guaranteed there's a crisis within five minutes of your house. Period. Hmm. No matter where you are, there's Hmm. a crisis within five minutes of you. You can go be the church right there. And so Mm -hmm. I think watching people's eyes as the church thinks that through and goes, man, maybe I can just give some money to Ukraine, but I can't go. But I know there's undocumented workers in the field down the street from my house that need to be loved and are probably in crisis as well. Or there's people in my city suffering. I live near Portland, Oregon. There's an enormous homeless uh, situation over here. Like, There's thousands of people in crisis within 10 minutes of me. Let's just be the church in that. I think that's been the funnest part of this whole venture. We've gone to, I think we'll have gone to 26 states over like the last four weeks. uh, And we showed this and we went to Romania and showed it to the church there. And we've been, we went to Toronto, Canada. We've been moving because there's something uh, behind the urgency that we as a church should be like understanding when, when moments
4: like this occur, that's
2: been cool to see
4: yeah yeah very very cool yeah i think just going back to pierce what you said what you, what your daughter said i mean that, that talk about faith like a child i mean yeah. you know i mean mm-hmm. that's that is so pure so beautiful i don't even know if i have a question honestly i think <laughs> i think uh the temptation is that people will watch the documentary and then be like wow that's so cool that's so huge and big
2: yeah i don't know right. if i
4: can do anything you know what i mean but yeah. but but just hearing just just talking to you guys, just hearing your heart, I know that that, that what you're trying to communicate is a Jesus mission, right? The the the, the actual Jesus mission <laughs> yeah. is just is for you to just be wherever you're at. Yeah, and yeah. to serve and to love. I Come mean on. That's, yep. that's just it. You know, that's it. That's it, Ezra. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. That's absolutely it. Love
1: it. Andy and Pierce, uh, they are uh, a part of uh, Jesus Mission co founders. You can go to uh, JesusMission.org. We want you to see the film. And by all means, we want you to uh, be a part of not only prayer, but if you can help out financially. And also, I love how you localize it. Here we are, Atlanta, Georgia, right here. uh, And we can do uh, what we're called to do as well. Guys, love it. We'd love to catch up with you in the next few months to see where you are. Also talk about. Later on, what's going on for 2023? I, yeah. I'm i assuming that this whole change in you guys has actually maybe shifted some things in the future for a Jesus mission. Oh, uh, yeah. How things are done. Yeah. And I know it's going on all over the world. So we'd love to talk about that and more. But again, check out the documentary. What day actually is it? Is it Friday? Is it August is
2: that 16th, out? Tuesday, August 16th? It comes 16th. out online there. So,
1: okay. If you go to the
2: website and put in your email, we'll send you an email to remind you the day it comes out. So we we want people to see this. So thanks, guys. So
1: good, guys. We appreciate you so much, what you've done and what you're doing. Pierce and Andy, uh, we will catch up with them really, really soon. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst.
4: And I'm Ezra Ortiz.
1: This is Faith Talk Live.